Tez reads this invite and looks at it and looks at the other two and is just like, he could have just made us fourth years. He could have just made us fourth years. And yet. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> for the Mundangerous Informational Reception for New and Prospective Students in New York City. I'm your host, Shane. And I'm your host, Ishan. And welcome to episode 320 of Total Party Thrill, a podcast for game masters and players where we discuss our campaigns in order to inspire yours. This is Actual Play, Season 3, Episode 3. In this episode, we're continuing our playthrough of the 5th edition D&D adventure, The Magister's Masquerade, from the source book Strixhaven, A Curriculum of Chaos. Tez Proudgale uh, has been invited to a party, and it's probably going to be lots of fun and not dangerous in any way. He's also out for treasure. Why would you say that? I said it so that it wouldn't be the case. I did, in fact, not knock on any wood. I feel like the answer is inviting more questions. All I'm saying is you're here for a reason. There's a big prophecy. You're supposed to stop somebody from getting killed, which probably means someone's going to try to kill somebody. Right. Mm. Yeah. But they're the chosen one, and it's probably not me, and that's something that I just that just doesn't truck well with me. <laughs> so maybe you should kill them, and then... Become the chosen one. Right. Yeah, Prophecy rearranges itself, yada, yada, yada. There always must be a chosen one. No, but I'm working for Flamewind, and generally Flamewind has done a solid by me, so... That's true. You know. Also, I don't know if you know this, but she could literally erase you from existence. She could, but yeah. I wouldn't be around to know. Yeah, fair. Fair point. <laughs> Check back for the... No more adventures of Tez Proudgale. Yeah. <laughs> Catch them now before they leave the feed. <laughs> right. Right. We're going back and deleting the old episodes. <laughs> Actions have consequences. Yeah, AP episode four is just flame wind warning. <laughs> <laughs> I told you so. <laughs> All right. Where where are we actually in this timeline of uh, of Tez Proudgale's adventures? Well, Tez, Meepo, and Scalabro are actually in their new dorm room in the Silver Quill dormitory at Arcanics. They have just arrived. Uh, they have been introduced to the student ambassador, friendly liaison, and investigative journalist, Mina Lee, who seems very happy to meet them and is extremely informative you've retired to your rooms and just opened invitations telling you that you are invited to the magister's masquerade a starlit night and i believe we are the only students uh the only exchange students for this term is that correct you're the only quote unquote exchange students which are your cover identities (laughs) yes Right, because we are Carnathy students uh, from the College of War in Reckonmark. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. You would know Erky Timbers put this in the dossier. Um, this is an Ondarian institution. It has been traditionally for hundreds of years. It was essentially the Ondarian War College. Only in the two years since the Treaty of Thronehold have they even entertained the idea of students from other countries. Right. And naturally, we must be from Karnath because we have Scalabro walking with us. An undead abomination. Um, uh, that's, I don't think that's a fair characterization. Uh, look, I'm just, I'm just saying what other people say. I just Look, I understand that he's not friendly all the time, but he's not an abomination. 
The information on your invitation tells you that the Magister's Masquerade is an elaborate dress ball and a major event on campus. All third-year students, which you are, are invited and expected to attend. It is required. Third-years may invite fourth-years to attend with them, but first- and second-year students are not permitted in any way. It also says there's a dress code requiring formal costumes and masks. Costumes can take a wide variety of forms, uh, but they can't indicate your college affiliation because the whole point is to build camaraderie across the colleges. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, style, creativity, and magical flair are encouraged. Uh, all third-year students must assist the event's organizing committee, so look for go-fetch-it tasks coming soon. Okay. And students will learn more about the masquerade and the organizing committee tonight at a reception at the Bow's End Tavern. Tez reads this invite and looks at it and looks at the other two and is just like, he could have just made us fourth years. He could have just made us fourth years. <laughs> so dumb. And yet. <laughs> I suppose we should get started working on our costumes. There's a bit more information included uh, as well. There is a silver pin next to all of the invitations. Identical, three identical silver pins, one, one for each of you. And a note along with the invitation indicates that this is what's called a mask charm. It is given to every third year student specifically for the masquerade. As an action, it can cast the Disguise Self spell once per day. It lasts for an hour. However, you can choose to have it last for six hours. But if you do this, it becomes non-magical once the spell is over. Hmm, interesting. It does not require it does not require attunement. It is a common magic item. Uh, however, there is a caveat here. They're only for use during the masquerade. And if uh, any student is caught using the mask charm outside the masquerade, they will be withdrawn from all extracurricular activities for the remainder of the academic year. Uh, okay. Kind of weird that they're so strict about these mass charms, but all right. Not like not like it's hard to just disguise self anyway, but all right. Do you say that out loud? Uh, yes. I mean, it's just the three of us in the room anyway, right? right? exactly. That you know of. Yes, it's just the three of you. Um, Tez, and only Tez, give me a history check. Shane, and only Shane. Remember that you're playing D&D. <laughs> <laughs> and get your dice so that you're ready to play D&D. <laughs> So while Tez is sort of mulling all the information that he's just taken in, um, Skelebro looks up at what Tez just said, and then he looks down at his left arm and sort of flexes his forearm and fingers. And he, then he looks down at the pin and says, mm. Yes, it is easy for some people, but not for me. And then he opens his mouth, pops the pin inside, and swallows it. <sighs> Buddy, I I don't want to ask, but I have to ask, why did you just eat the pin? <laughs> uh, he utters the, the command word, and suddenly his entire appearance changes. The great sword strapped to his back 
disappears. He seems to shrink by about three inches. Uh, thick, luxurious, long, flowing, jet black hair sprouts from his head. Uh, his skin becomes smooth and tan, and his armor disappears, replaced by flowing robes. And before you stands a rather chiseled, somewhat scarred elf. Well, Skelebro, I, I, I mean, you're a little early for the party. He doesn't respond right away. He walks over, um, opens one of the closet doors, and you can see on the inside there's a mirror against the, the door. He opens the door so he can take in the full sight of himself. He turns his head back and forth, sort of touches his face, and you can see that his fingers sort of like go through the skin passing through because it is obviously mm. an illusion. Yep. Um, and he reaches back and just like grabs his now invisible greatsword just to check that it's still there and says, This is a good approximation. He turns back to you and says, Behold, what I once looked like. I mean, look, I think you're beautiful at any size. I don't think you need to be three inches shorter in order to fit in with the rest of us, Skelebro, but does this make you happy to look like you once did? I think it would be useful at times to be able to look like this. We can... You know this isn't, like, rare magic, right? Like, we can get this, like, literally... Like, I've paid you so much gold. You could have done this anytime you wanted, Skelebro. Why didn't you just ask? But this was free. <sighs> but we're going to have to pay to use it again because you just used the charm too early. At this, uh, Meepo leaps up to his his feet from where he was lounging on one of the beds and runs over to Scalabro and hands him his charm with two hands and says, mm, take, take this, Meepo. Meepo will never use it. Meepo always looks amazing. And Scalabro grabs it, throws it in his mouth, and swallows it. Says, if I'm being honest, I'm probably not using mine either, but this is supposedly <laughs> our ticket, so it just seems like in a world where everyone has magic to make themselves look the way they want to look, already being the way you want to look is kind of a flex, right? And that's what we're here for. And then I, I dap up uh, Meepo. Yes, yes but, but now, now I can do it twice a day. day. <sighs> I know. I, and, and, and they'll, they'll never, never find, find the pin. pin. I, know, I know a hat maker, okay? I know a hat maker <laughs> who... Look, okay, when we get back, we're going to take care of this. All right, give me that history check. 18 is a oh. 10 plus 1 plus 7. 18. Okay. Tez is a former college student. Uh, <laughs> Tez hear... is a current college student. Thank you very much. <laughs> and you hear things, right? Random rumors, like a, a, a weird thing or whatever. Um, Tez, now that he thinks about it, heard something about a dance like a big dance, sort of ridiculously big dance at Arcanics. Mm. Uh, and he actually knows a little bit of the history. 
the founders of Arcanics were looking for ways to mitigate the clashes common among students from the different colleges. So Magister Colema of Lorehold College, the college that you are ostensibly a part of, recognized that shared experiences and culture created more unity than merely attending the same classes. So he proposed the first Magister's Masquerade hundreds of years ago, which would rely on the students from all five colleges to prepare every aspect of the event and would, of course, require students to attend in costume, divesting themselves of any college loyalty. The first event was such a grand success that it has since been an annual tradition. How adorable. Mm. Right, but if you bring a date, you know one person isn't in costume completely for you. I mean, is Tez going to bring a date? I don't know. What's the rule on dates? Third years can invite fourth years only? Yes. And no first so or not second all fourth years. years. not all fourth years get to go? Uh, I mean, I guess every third year could... They got to go last year? Right, exactly. But I guess every third year could invite a fourth year, and there are, pro- there are probably more third years than fourth years due to attrition, right? Okay, this is Shane talking now. Uh-huh. Whoever wrote this section of the book clearly <laughs> forgot how homecoming dances work and proms. You invite that's people the from dumbest other schools. system I've ever heard. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. dumbest system I've ever yeah, heard. I know, I know. The whole okay, the whole point is right. supposed to be like they don't even go here. Yeah, I know. I yes, exactly. Oh, I went to three proms. It wasn't even our own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. Be more petty. Shane. Okay, I'm back. (laughs) Uh, And then one more piece of information. All of you receive your class schedules for the semester. Great. When do they start? (laughs) What day do they start? Uh, The first Monday, which is tomorrow. They start tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Classes begin tomorrow. So tonight is a big, like, rager slash sure masquerade <laughs> and then tomorrow i've got to be up at 9 a.m for class no, no party no party tonight tonight's just oh. the informational reception oh about the, about masquerade. the masquerade exactly oh oh, oh 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 okay all right all right well ha, ha. sorry sorry skelebro i got a little mixed up on the schedule here i thought the party was tonight now I understand why you've gone ahead and used your mask charm. You are welcome to use mine until the day of the party, just in case. And I, I hand... You know I'm going to swallow it, right? Can you get it? I don't know. Hmm. All right, let me know if you need it. I'll hold on to it, though. Fair. So, Shane, you have already selected classes for Tez, Meepo and Scalabro were assigned classes uh, as part of the dossiers that Erky gave. So you are taking, so all of you are taking... Yeah, go ahead and remind me what I chose, because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I chose them more or less by title. <laughs> That's all the information that you get. Okay, great. Uh, everyone is taking... Ah. If you if you gave me the list, I bet I can guess what I chose. <laughs> the, yeah, the silly ones. Uh Okay, so everyone is every third year is required to take advanced arcane history. Naturally. So all of you are in that class. Yes, of course, obviously. Uh, Shane, you are taking advanced abstraction for no particular reason. Extra dimensional architecture, which you thought 
might come in handy at some point. Extra dimensional architecture makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Advanced abstraction feels a lot like a misread. <laughs> oh, I thought this was advanced obstruction. I guess I'm just here for the rest of the semester now. <laughs> uh, and a history of magic rings. Oh, yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. In, it shows well. In extra dimensional architecture with you is Scalabro. Nice. Uh, all three of you are actually taking a history of magic rings, which Meepo seems extraordinarily excited about. Are we in the same section? Uh, history of magic rings? Yeah, like, like we all take it together? Yes, you all take it together, right. All these oh, classes, awesome. uh, except for the big one, uh, advanced arcane history. Uh, there's just one section. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Meepo is also taking turning inner fire into outer flames. Meepo, you you're already an expert in that. Are you teaching this class? And his he gets this bashful look in his face. So kicks the ground a little bit. Says, "Maybe soon." It's you know what, buddy. It's I'm really glad that you're getting an opportunity to uh, get some like instruction and and structure to your understanding of your magic because. I, I think that'll do a lot of good for you. I'm I'm really proud of you. I hope you make the most of this. I spent a lot of years in college, and let me tell you, I learned a lot. Mebo is excited to blow things up. That is, I'm not going to lie, part of the fun of being a rogue archaeologist, too. <laughs> so I get it, man. I get it. Uh, and then Skelero is enrolled in Ethics and Enchantment. This does seem like a good class. So boring. It does seem like, I mean, obviously it should be required for everybody. Clearly I didn't take it. I will tell you what I learned. I, uh, okay, well, when you get to the part about reanimating uh, the dead against their will, Skelebro, I want you to know that I'm a different person, all right? And so are you, and I regret nothing, but I understand that perhaps there was an ethical boundary that I crossed, and I have to grapple with that myself, but I'm happy you're here, bud. One day I will kill you, but for now... I, you know what? We make a good team. Someday I'm going to die anyway. So, like, <laughs> if, if it's, if it's got to be something, it might as well be you, buddy. All right. And classes begin tomorrow. So we've got a reception later tonight. I f feel like maybe we should go find Mina and try to understand what this is. And, uh, boys, are we bringing dates? Should we bring dates to this? I know we've only been here, like, I guess a week by the time this thing rolls around. But, like, come on. Should we bring dates? How many is too many dates? Four? Oh, boy. Uh, well, I think typically in Ondarian custom, it's probably going to be one. Uh. But knowing you, Meepo, I bet you can swing two. You are Carnathy, after all. Uh. Meepo looks very confused. Or at least, you know, at least you spent some time in Karnath. Maybe you've adopted their customs. Mm. I will be bringing one date because that's all I can really manage. I'm a bit rustier with, what is it called? Dating? Uh, yeah, it is called. Whatever happened to courtship? What's with kids these days? C uh, courtship is dead. No one has time for that, old man. Yes, uh, but so am I. <laughs> well, you're undead. Which is very different. Um, however, I guess you could try courting someone if they caught your eye. It does seem a bit May-December. Yeah. 
with everyone. Yeah, I don't know really what that phrase means because I was steeped in a different calendar, but yeah. <laughs> I guess in the old calendar, it would be May-December. The Elden Calendar. Yeah. All right, you've got a little time to decide and maybe, I guess, meet people before inviting them. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably a good idea. Uh, and I think the person who is most equipped to do research for us on this is Mina. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she is the, literally the only person you know right now. So She's the only person we know right now. She's a student journalist. <laughs> and I assume because she's a student ambassador and writes in the newspaper, there's a gossip column that she also writes. So if anyone will know who is still single for this dance, it's got to be <laughs> Mina. She told you specifically she doesn't write the gossip column. She writes I don't news. believe her for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Even if she doesn't write it, she reads it. Oh, ev oh, everyone reads it. So how do we find Mina? Do we just like ring a bell? I don't understand. What is the... Right, so you are in the east tower of, uh, the Sil of Silver Quill. Uh, she's in the west, and she said it's open access. You can just go up her staircase and knock on her door. Okay. Well, I, I'm going to go check in with Mina. You you guys stay out of trouble or join me. I don't need any more key charms, please. <laughs> uh, Meepo flops back down in the bed and seemingly is fast asleep as soon as his head hits the, compared to his head, very large pillow. Um, and Skelebro pulls down a volume of Arcanic's history uh, from a relatively sparse bookshelf uh, and sits down and begins reading. So you are... All right, just me then. Got it. Have fun. Uh, and just a, a reminder, because you're currently friends, as in there, there are relationship points in this uh, book, and you have two points with Mina Lee, which means you are friends. You have a bond boon, which means if you seek obscure information that is not secret, she will research it and report her findings to you. Uh-huh. Oh, I know. Mm -hmm. I wrote that down. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is one other person in this entire school that I know right now. <laughs> and Davin does not offer a boon for research, so I will be going to Mina. He's also not a student here. Doesn't? I'll... Look. He lives on the ground with the dirt walkers. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Tez is a bit, you know, a bit of a maverick. He might bring Davin. Mm, that'd be, wow. You know what? Two of you show up in hippogriffs in tuxedos. The hippogriffs, in tuxedos. Not, not you two. The yeah, exactly. Yeah, Tux yeah right. Well, right. I mean, obviously, we'll be coming in the buff because you know. I mean, of the latest styles, right? And and the hippogriffs are in barding, formal barding, formal barding. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, all right, so you jog back down the stairs, mm -hmm. four stories to the common room, uh, and begin heading over to the other side of it. But Mina's here. Because it was not that long ago that you went up to your room to drop off your trunks. Who is Mina talking to? <laughs> Keeping in mind that whoever you say right now has a very high chance of being my date. Wait, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Yes. Because we're running up on the limit of names that I can, that <laughs> Shane can keep in his head. <laughs> so she is talking with a powerfully built shifter. You've seen shifters before. 
you may not, you may have, you may not have seen this kind of shifter. Tez knows that uh, some, like shifters all take after particular animals. Different shifters sometimes take after different kinds of animals and that um, influences the kinds of abilities they get when they shift. Mm -hmm. This shifter looks like a bit like a raptor. Like a dinosaur? Like an eagle. Oh, got it. Mm. Well, because velociraptors are things too. <laughs> oh yeah, you know you're right. Those Talenti planes are not that far. Those are called clawfoots. Okay, I don't okay, know what a velociraptor sure. is. <laughs> uh, uh, and you, if you, even if you haven't seen a swift wing shifter before, you would recognize a swift wing shifter on sight. Um, and you know when they shift, they are able to fly for a while. Interesting. That is a cool ability. It is a cool ability. Um, All right. And he is laughing boisterously uh, with Mina. Uh, and they seem to be getting along well. His uh, fur is tousled, maybe on the border of disheveled. He's not dirty. He just seems to have cowlicks everywhere. Uh, and his outfit is primarily leather uh you can see there are some holes some patched some not uh and a few prominent scars on his face Hmm. as in like scars from fights yeah all right all right but are they like charismatic scars or are they like um yeah gross deformity scars they're like the sexy scars not the puckered scars Ugh, God, everyone in the school is so handsome. Yes. Mm-hmm. This, is, right. this is magical school. Why would anyone be ugly unless it's a curse? I don't know. They're all either brilliant or magically beautiful. Okay, uh, well, you know what? Tez is a 16 charisma, which isn't not. It's not nothing. Not nothing. <laughs> not nothing. Uh, Tez isn't a bad-looking guy. He's got some confidence. So, uh, Also, he's not a student here. He doesn't care. He, or like, Tez, this is Tez's or inner monologue, right? right? Of like, <laughs> this literally does not matter to me. I do not care. I'm here to do a job. Uh, but also, I don't want people to think I'm lame. <laughs> so let's go make a good impression. All right. How do you do that? By walking right up, waiting patiently, and introducing myself. And you introduce yourself to the new guy. Well, I kind of acknowledge, but... I say hello to Mina and then introduce myself to uh, the shifter, to Mr. Swiftwing. When you address him, he pauses for a second in mid-sentence and he gets quiet. And, and he doesn't look at you. He keeps looking at Mina and he says, Is this guy talking to me? You know this guy? Because he's talking to me and I don't know him. And then he cracks a smile, looks over at you, and says, Ah, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Have a seat, have a seat. Uh, Mina says, uh, Mina says, you're new. You're new. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're, 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 you're breaking my balls already. I get it. I get it. <laughs> you know the drill. The you new... know the drill. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we, uh, look, we haze the new kids up in, uh, up at the War College, too. I get it. I appreciate it. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, Tez, Tez Proudgale from the, uh, the Lazar Proudgales. Oh, long way away. Yeah. Uh-huh. Far from the sea, too. It's, uh, you know. 
well, you know, we're a long, we're a long way from, uh, from the mountains. Uh, and he says, Javanish Stoutclaw is the name. Where, uh, where are you from, Stoutclaw? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she said he's from a mountain. Pick a mountain. I, I know. Man. I gotta pick a goddamn mountain. <laughs> I'm from a long way away too. Moor holds. Moor holds. Oh, you know it. You know it? Oh, no, I heard of it. Yeah, no, I've uh, I've I've done a little bit of research on the Moor holds. Yeah, a oh, lot yeah? of a uh, lot of interesting stuff down there. Oh, lots. I don't know much about what's you know on the mountain. I know more about what's under the mountain. To be honest, dwarves crawling with dwarves. Yeah, I know. They got a lot of history down there. Mm-hmm. You know, history. He sort of cocks his head to the side in like this bird-like way for a second and says, Hi, oh, you. You're Lorehold. You're Lorehold, huh? Uh, I am. Yeah. yeah, me too. Me too. That's, that's it, you know, this common room is usually as far as you get in, uh, in other colleges' dorms when you're from another school. But you, you get to, you get to go upstairs. Uh, that's true. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. There's... Not much up there that I can see. Just you know, uh, my my two buddies and I and uh, and our dorm and you know some closed doors. So you're not missing a whole lot. A dorm's a dorm, you know. Ah, well, well, you know that's because all the action's going to be at the Bozan Tavern. Bozan Tavern tonight is the reception. You know, uh, I'm the assistant manager. I just ca- I'm just coming by to make sure Mina's coming. That she's bringing everyone. That she's telling everyone to come. I mean, you're, su- you're supposed to be required, but it'll be fun. It'll be. I'll make it fun. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on, hang on. Are you telling me that it's required, but the cool kids cut it? What? No, no. The lame kids cut it. They don't know. Tez looks side-eyed at Mina, uh, trying to like get a read <laughs> on whether whether the cool kids are going to be cutting this meeting. <laughs> she she looks at Javanish and says, "I'm I'm definitely going to be there. I would not miss it." All right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, no, we're 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 planning to be there. We're going to be there. Uh, so are your 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 third year. Fourth, fourth year. Oh, so I had to do, I had to do some math, but the book has the, the years are different. <laughs> oh, so are you? Uh, are 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 you going to the uh, to the ball? Or I mean, I guess we'll find out. We'll find out if there's uh, some lucky third year. You know, last no. year, last year was amazing. Amazing. I don't really remember it, but it was amazing. Does uh, does does everyone bring a date or like how do these things go is it like you know like cool to show up on your own find a date when you get there is it like everybody kind of pairs up well, about 50 50 how do people show up with dates how do people find dates when they get there? well 25 percent find dates when they get there 25 percent either don't want them don't need them can't get them oh okay all right all right all right uh, mina how about yourself you uh you you, you bring in a date She's like, I, I, I guess we'll see if there's some third year who, who invites me. But I might be able to get in with a press pass to cover it for the star. So we'll see. Maybe I'll be working. Ah, uh, I, uh, apologies. I, no one wears like badges or anything that tells you what year they are. I just, I thought, I, I just assumed everybody hanging out here was a third year too i guess i'm the uh <laughs> i'm the young one <laughs> you know the uh the inexperienced one less years in college javanish like peers really closely at your face for a second with his literally eagle eyes yeah you look you look older than your age it's not really uh 
not really something you want to say to a person. I mean, it's really, good. But... It's good now. It won't be that great, you know, in ten years. But right now, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, how much older do you think I look? I mean, I don't look ten years older, do I? Oh goodness. Oh no, no, no. He glances down at your hands. No, no. Like, you know. He says, "What? You're a half elf." Yeah, yeah. You know, mid twenties. Right. That's what I'd say. That's good. That's a good age. I'll take mid twenties. Yeah, you know, I've uh, the, the the thing is, I've I've spent a lot of time artificing, and uh, let me tell you, artificing. That'll wear you out quick, you know. There's a lot of uh, acids and 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 bases and magics and solvents and high heat explosives. It's just there's a, it's a lot of work, you know. It'll it'll really it'll wear it'll grind you down. And I I kind of hold up my hands and they're they are definitely like scarred and disfigured <laughs> from like <laughs> teaching myself art, like artificing, <laughs> trying to figure out the philosopher's stone. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'm so close. <laughs> he also holds up his uh, hands, and as you can see, the the nails end in uh, almost like talon-like claws. They're well taken care of, but you can you can just tell, right? Like they could do a lot of damage. Yeah, well, you know, rough hands is a it's a good sign. It means a uh, means you got an art you care about. That's I guess it's a good point. Uh, what is a uh... What's your what's your focus? What's your what's your what are you studying in history? Uh, mostly fighting styles. Oh, I, uh, yeah. I you know I'm assistant manager. I, I bounce. I bounce mm-hmm. the tavern. Mm-hmm. But you know you know if you if you want to get out get out some aggression you know have have some fun. I'm I'm on the intramural silkball club. Silkball. You know silkball. Yeah. You never play silkball. I don't think I've played silk ball, but maybe we know it by another name. Oh, maybe it's a big ball made of silk mm-hmm. about yay yeah. big. He holds his hands about, you know, a one foot uh, diameter. And uh, you try to get the ball from one end of the field to the other end of the field uh, by mostly pushing everyone else's face into the mud. Oh, oh, yeah. No, we have that game. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you use yeah. your elbows and you put them in their yeah. throats. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I well, uh, <laughs> Uh, that's not really my in role. In like a friendly way. Uh, in like a friendly. Y- yeah, like yeah, when I played so it. Like, you know. Uh, sure. Yeah, when, whenever I've played it and Tez kind of like, you know, looks at his arms, which are uh, rather scrawny. <laughs> and it's kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of more of a, you know, I play more on the edge. You know, like I, I'm, I'm kind of more of a player in space mm-hmm, in those kinds mm-hmm. of games. You know, I don't, you don't, you don't really want to depend on me kind of scrumming it in the middle you know that's not really my my whole deal i don't know i don't know i bet you surprise us you know well if you're ever interested come by maybe i will uh uh, i apologize i rudely interrupted the both of you it's just that i i really only know one person here and it's mina and and now you stout claw uh but mina i did i did have a, a question for you or or maybe a request Oh sure, yeah. I'm I'm your ambassador. I uh, look. I know you don't write the gossip column, but um, I could use a little help in the gossip department. We are uh, uh well, we don't know anybody, Mina, and we're we're kind of wondering uh, who might be good options for us for for dates for the masquerade. We only have a limited time, and if we're gonna 
meet a date and have a have a good night, then I suppose we should probably try to meet those people soon. When you say date, she almost like almost jumps a tiny bit and like gets a surprised look on her face. She's like, "Oh, oh, well." Mm. And then you see she's thinking, and she's like, "Well, what is your purpose for finding a date?" Are you looking for someone who will make you look good at the event? Are you looking for someone where you'll have a good time and enjoy yourself? Or are you looking for someone where maybe the masquerade is just the beginning of more? Well, I can't speak for for Meepo and Skelebro, but... uh, Are you calling him Skelebro? Does he have another name? Not that you have ever asked. I'm calling him Skelebro. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he's like, he's my Skelebro. Yeah. I'm already calling Javin a Stoutclaw. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I guess I'm, um, you know, I guess I, I guess I, all three maybe, but probably more the first one, but also I guess. Yeah, mostly the first one, but also kind of a little bit the second one, I guess. And and maybe, like, if things go well, the third, but more on the first two. For me, I guess. I don't know. I've never never asked myself what I'm looking for in a date. I've always wondered what they're looking for in me. She says, maybe that's something that you should unpack. No, I... You know, yeah, probably, but, Mina, I don't have time to unpack that says okay okay just just a suggestion and like a, a pencil sort of almost appears from nowhere uh as does a pad of paper and already she's scribbling um and says hmm well we'll talk a bit more about your, your your criteria but it sounds like the first one is necessary you've got to be happy that you're there with them and they've got to make you look good in order for these other things you having a good time and potentially it turning into more even having a chance right that seems that seems well when you say it that way it actually sounds really shallow but yeah i think that's right boys girls both neither uh let's stick with uh, i guess let's stick with ladies to start i guess i don't know if you want to start with ladies then the let's say coolest people would be Aurora Aurora Winterstar something about her she's in Witherbloom and she's a singer and songwriter okay alright maybe we could make uh, nope I'm not going to say that I'm not going to say we can make music together that mm. uh, is lame that's just lame and I'm not going to say that so you didn't hear it from me and then in terms of coolness, uh, she actually lowers her voice and says, Rubina Larkingdale looks around and says, she's in Silver Quill, third year. Uh, but I thought we're only allowed to ask fourth years. I'm so confused. <laughs> you can ask a third year or a fourth year. The rules of this are so <laughs> bizarre. <laughs> it's, it's so dumb. <laughs> she's, uh, she's in the drama guild. Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. Quite in order. And uh, these days, I believe she's also a conductor in the band. 
Alright. So you guys have a band? Oh, certainly. Lots and lots of extracurriculars to take part in. You know, and I would say extracurriculars are the place where you really get to know people the best. Because they sort of let their hair down. You know, it's it's a little tougher to do in class. I mean, maybe detention, but class is a little tougher. Sure. I guess I kind of figured I'd just meet people, like, walking in and out of class, you know, in the hallways, on in between classes, and on the quad at lunchtime. I didn't think I'd have to do extracurriculars. I guess at the War College, we just... It's mostly just training and studying and trying to avoid getting your face pulverized. Oh, that sounds pretty great. That sounds... That that sounds like... That's amazing. I should go to the War College. What am I doing here? Stout maybe you should. I'm not gonna lie. It seems to be more your bag and less mine. But, you know, my my parents sent me, so... What are you, what are you doing today? Fighting 302. Oh, all right, all right. <sighs> probably test out of most of the classes. Uh, okay, so Aurora, Rubina, anyone else? I'd say start there. Those are, those two would be your best bets if you want if you want a cool date. Mina gives a little jump against it. Oh, oh. Look at the time. We've got to run. Oh, well, Javanish has to run to get set up, but I need to run. I've got an interview. Um, wait, 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 wait. Mina, one, one more thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, look, I appreciate you filtering these things. Who is the coolest girl? Oh, well, that's easily Aurora. Okay. Mm-hmm. She has that okay. whole dark, am I evil, am I not thing going on. Okay, so she's also, like, kind of mean? Oh, no, I wouldn't say mean. Just... I can't say she doesn't drink blood. Huh. Interesting. Well, I, uh, I appreciate you, uh, (laughs) taking my requirements literally. (laughs) I will see what's going on. Uh... A musician, you say? Says, oh yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes she uh, performs at the tavern. Uh, would she happen to be performing tonight? She very well will be. All right, well then, Stoutclaw, I will see you uh, later today then. Thought you might. Uh, all right, they head off. Tez is going to stomp back up the steps. <laughs> <laughs> Thankful that he's wearing a brand new amulet. <laughs> Taking those steps a little easier than it used to be, if you, if you know what I mean. Ah, uh, so Tez is wearing the amulet of health. He's wearing okay. the amulet of health, yeah. <laughs> it probably actually belongs... No, it's fine. I'm, I do enough tanking. <laughs> I, do, I do enough getting my face smashed in that I can take the extra hit points. You have main character energy. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, all right, anything else you want to do before the reception? I, I mean, I guess if I'm in the common room, I uh, I don't... So I know the names of the two people I should find. <laughs> but you don't know what they I look like. But I don't know how to find them or what they look like. <laughs> so I guess I'm just looking for... <laughs> scary hot girl who maybe drinks blood. <laughs> and also like... <laughs> gifted thespian who was also conducting the orchestra. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> so I guess maybe I can find where the orchestra's doing practice. All right, that's what I'm going to do in the in the common room. I am going to spend some time introducing myself, um, you know, cracking uh, a few jokes, uh, probably mostly at my own expense, and trying to suss out where uh, where the band might be rehearsing, uh, and and you know if anybody has uh, you know happens to know. Uh, anything about that because I'm interested. Give me a persuasion check. A 13 plus 9, 22. That is a very good persuasion check. I forgot that I'm expertise in persuasion. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very persuasive when Tez decides to not be a jerk off. <laughs> um, you make a great impression. Um, remember, this is Silver Quill, so they favor oratory they favor um performance in the same way that prismari does but it's a bit more intelligent uh and of course you know as a lorehold student which is how they view you but also as an actual rogue archaeologist who has a fundamental understanding of history um tez is able to pull in a lot of you know references uh, a lot of um wordplay uh, which seems to impress them very much. They want to know a great deal about Karnath. Uh, oh God! <laughs> and and <laughs> look, I don't I don't actually spend that much time in Karnath. I'm not gonna I lie. I mean, I you know, it's like I'm I'm always out. I, I'm, uh, I'm I'm doing field research. I mm-hmm. you know, I don't get to spend that much time in Karnath. And and Tez looks him dead in the eye and makes things up. <laughs> and with a 22 persuasion they're into it <laughs> some of it's even accurate <laughs> i mean given the amount of stuff he made up some of it statistically has to be yes <laughs> what's the temperature of the common room are most people planning the third years planning to go to this thing most third years are quite excited about it yes okay mm-hmm. who are the the of the ones who are not excited about it uh, what what seems to be their reason for not being excited about it? Are they just the like the losers? Are they like the, uh, in, the insight check? You know, great, great, great. I rolled the two. Cool. They That's going to be a two. They say it's not their thing, or they think it'll be boring and not cool. Right, and I take them at face value. Yeah, fair or enough. At least you, right. Or at least you feel like you can't get a good read on them. Oh, well, I'm not here to be the coolest kid in school, mm-hmm. though that would be awesome. Uh, I am here <laughs> to do a job, <laughs> which is find the chosen one and also protect them from certain deaths. So I feel like I need to go to where most the most of the people are going. And it sounds like I'm going to this tavern. All right. And let's jump ahead there. More than an hour has passed because it is in the evening, and so Scalabro has reverted to his normal appearance and does not, as of yet, use the uh, other mask charm. Uh, and in order to get to the tavern, which now you realize you don't actually know where it is, but since you made such a good impression in the common room, people are happy to direct you uh 
there's a winding series of doors that you need to pass through. You don't go back outside, um, but you do realize that somewhere along the way, you've ended up in a totally different tower. Uh, and then eventually you, you exit uh, outside. Uh, when you look up, you can see the f silent fireworks uh, above your head. So you realize you're outside the Prismari uh, tower in um, another sort of like floating plane. Uh, but this is more like a, a small town square. Uh, and nearby is like a flagstone uh, open area and the Bozen Tavern. Which seems like a relatively large establishment. It could fit several hundred people and there are about 15 people sitting outside uh eating and drinking in like a small fenced off area right before the doors that lead inside you can see a crowd of boisterous students fills the tavern a buzz with conversation about the magister's masquerade and dreaming of outfits for the event uh and you gather very quickly from the conversation that all of them are third years. Among the crowds of chatting friends and mingling students are decorated tables. One is surrounded by the masquerade student organizers, and the others are covered in outlandish snacks. A wave of shouts rises from the back of the tavern, where high-energy games are underway. Well, I guess we're early, boys. Why don't we, uh... Oh, no, you're right on time. <laughs> well... We've probably still got enough time to get a drink if we hurry. <laughs> Why don't we head over to the bar? Uh, so you gather that there doesn't seem to be like a program, right? It's like an information scrum. So there's the information table where you can go ask about the organizing committee, but you can also just mingle and ask other people. You can definitely make it to the bar, though, in order. So you push your way past the uh, initial scrum past a few tables and you sort of have to turn sideways to get through because the place is so packed and then there's almost like a middle pit area uh, where there are three servers all behind the bar uh, well three bartenders all behind the bar mixing drinks and then servers a queue of servers coming in to take uh, drinks away and standing nearby keeping a watchful eye making sure no one gets too rowdy occasionally grabbing people by the shoulders and pushing them, them apart or making sure that someone doesn't fall into a table is Javanish Stoutclaw. Stoutclaw. Uh, and he sort of like turns his, his head over to look at you while he still has hands on someone. He's like, hey, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Glad you can make it. Uh, uh, proud girl, proud girl. Glad you're here. And he like uh, looks over at one of the bartenders and like, and he says, first round's on me. Ah, you're a you're a gentleman and a scholar, Stoutclaw. Meet uh meet my friends, uh from from Carnath. Uh, well, obviously from Carnath is Skelebro, and this is Meepo. We come in you know three different sizes. Jenny looks down at Meepo and says, Ah, you know, claws are best, eh? Uh, and then Meepo thinks for a second, looks down at his own claws realizes what what he just said uh, and then like claps them together jumps up and down and says mm, yes yes claws are best blood of dragons <laughs> and Stout Claw's like uh sure yeah yeah 
Love it. Hey, uh, Stoutclaw. This, this place, it's within the school, so it's it's only students, not open to the public. You never mingle with the guys, or with, 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 the, with the townies? The rest of Arcanics? I mean, I can get down and back up. Not, not everyone. It's a sure. long trip for some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For some, got it, got for it. some it's just one way. Not that long. <laughs> uh, I'm one of those people. Don't throw me over. <laughs> <laughs> never, never think of it. Never think of it. All right. I, uh, I tell you what. I appreciate the drinks, but I, I guess I'm here to gather some information. This is uh, absolute chaos. Would never stand in wreck and mark, but I'm going to go try and figure out what I'm supposed to figure out. Go, go talk. Talk out for A. And he, he basically like puts his elbow in somebody's face uh, to, to get them to calm down. Says, hey, hey, shh. And then he's not paying attention anymore. All right. I guess uh, drinks in hand will wander over to the information table. Yes, yeah, so information table. And the other things you see are, obviously there are a ton of students in here. The information table, uh, the organizing committee is there. There are bar games happening in the back darts cards things like that tables full of food boys you you want to mingle a bit i'll uh, i'll handle the particulars here you guys want to you know make some friends over uh, over darts and cards and try not to hustle them too much mm. meepo is very good at cards and scalabro turns to you and says he never wins but i suppose that's <laughs> not what he's trying to do one way to make friends uh, Meepo has already gone on the crowd and Skelebro, normally very self-possessed now realizes that it's actually kind of hard to push through the crowd after Meepo the, the crowd sort of parts for him <laughs> wait, wait come slow down <laughs> it is very loud in here and they're gone As you walk up to the information table, two people uh, look up at almost the same time, get big smiles on their face and say, why, hello, hello. One is obviously a student, and the other you actually know of, because she was in your dossier. She is Augusta Tullis, one of the deans of Lorhold College, your college. Uh, and your professor for advanced arcane history, the required course that every third year is taking. Uh, she smiles, but doesn't say anything. Uh, the student, however, introduces herself as Nora. Nora and Wu. Uh, and you can see she has a thick, heavy notebook, like hardbound notebook in front of her with uh, many many bookmarks in it. She seems extraordinarily organized and she also seems very excited to see you. Hi, hello, hello. You, you, I know who you are because I don't know who you are so you must be one of the exchange students. Uh, yes. My reputation precedes me. Tez Proudgill from the Lazar Proudgills. And she gets a confused look on her face and says, mm, I, mm, I thought you were Carnathy. I... Mm, I don't understand. Not Carnathy, just a student of Car- in Carnath. Oh, I see, I see. Actually, uh, I mean, in our own way, I guess none of us are Carnathy. Uh, like, Skelebro's so old that he 
kind of predates Karnath, <laughs> but he's also so new that he isn't really identified with modern Karnath. And Meepo's, uh, no one really knows where he's from, but he's definitely not from Karnath. When you're talking about Skelebra, she doesn't seem to quite understand what you're saying, but she just sort of continues to nod and says, very philosophical. Okay. Uh, uh, I suspect it'll make more sense when you meet Scalabro, but uh, we don't need to talk about him. I'm here to learn about the masquerade uh, on behalf of my uh, my companions. That's wonderful. You know, a lot of people come here and they say they're interested in the masquerade, and sure, they'll show up and they'll have a great costume, but they don't really understand all the effort that takes into going to, to get the hall ready to gathering all of the ingredients to help create the bash you know, there's there's a there's a lot of work involved sure yeah absolutely uh i i hear you kind of uh send third years on volunteer uh missions to to help prepare things Vol- so. volunteer is a great way to put it mm-hmm. yeah so well, if you can think of it well, that way it'll make it a lot easier to get through them Look, we're 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 from we're from Wreck and Mark. Okay, we understand the difference between volunteer and voluntold. Ah, uh, yes, it's a it's a duty, mm, perhaps. Sure, yeah. So whatever it is you need from us, we'll take care of it. Great. Uh, but you got to tell me what's going on here. What <laughs> uh, what's the whole? What do I need to know about this thing? Keeping in mind that I know nothing right now, other than that I got an invitation and th- this uh, this weird key. She gives you almost word for word the spiel that was written was the invitation. in the invitation, right? Um, like she memorized it, perhaps even like she wrote it, um, about how this is a great opportunity to build camaraderie across uh, colleges, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but then she does eventually get to, and it's going to be a lot of fun. It's always a lot of fun. You know, I, I know this is your first time here, but ever, ever, ever since you you walk into the White Arch as a first year, you hear about the Magister's Masquerade, and you can't go. So as third years, this is our first chance to actually go to it, and now we're the ones who have all the power. This is amazing. Uh, okay. We get to help um, decide the decor, the menu, the entertainment. You know, and if you want to be a part of that, the organizing committee is where where you can do it. Uh huh. Um, are you the the head of the organizing committee, Nora? Or I am. I am indeed. And what's the what, what's the progress? What have you What have you decided on already? What's been organized? The only thing that's happened so far is it's going to be a starlit night. That was determined by the faculty. So all the rest will be up to us. Okay. Uh, sure. Uh, who else is involved? Who else is on the committee? And she turns around and taps a very short person on the shoulder who turns around. And you can see that it is a gnome with a shock of bright red hair. Who says, oh, hi. Hi. Hello. Uh, Rosie Miffenbip here. Yeah, you can call me Rosie Miffenbip. Or I guess Rosie. You can call me Rosie if you want, if we're friends. Or I guess, you know, you're here now, so I suppose we're going to be friends, right? Because why wouldn't we be? You look like a friendly sort. So I guess you can call me Rosie. It's fine. Unless you like Rosie Miffenbip. Rosie Miffenbip, you are exquisite. Tell me more. 
well. And then she proceeds at length to tell you literally anything you want to know about the Magister's Masquerade. But what you gather is it's in the extremely early stages. Pretty much nothing has been planned. You will be told a few days before you need to go on a fetch quest with a random assortment of other students in order to do things like gathering marsh sticks and clearing the tables out of the hall and things like that. Mm -hmm. Got it. Um, Are Aurora or Rubina on the organizing committee? They are not. Too cool. Suddenly not interested in the organizing committee. (laughs) (laughs) So I assume then Tez is going to wander away from the organizing committee table and head somewhere else in here. Uh, yes. Okay. Bef- he will. Before. Politely. Right. And there are other, a few other students coming up as well. So it's not like you're the only person talking to them. So you can definitely slip away. Before you go, though, Rosie does let you know that. Oh, she invites you to a meeting of the live action role playing guild, which oh. she says she's active in. And she says it's a lot of fun. And Nora tells you that she heads the transgender student group on campus, and she's also a resident advisor in the dormitories. So if you ever need someone to talk to about any issues that you might be experiencing, she's, uh, she is available or can get you any resources or if you're feeling homesick or something like that. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Nora. I, I appreciate it. I'll be honest. Uh, I spent a lot of time in the field sleeping in way worse places than our dorms. So I think I'll be okay, but I, I really do appreciate uh, the concern. And Rosie Miffenbip, uh, I will let me know the next time uh, you're, you're getting the, the live action role play guild together. I will see if I can make it. Rosie seems extremely excited. Uh, Nora, she also invites you to the Distinguished Society of Fine Artists <laughs> after seeing your hands <laughs> and says it seems it seems like uh, you might have a few hidden talents that you could uh, share with us. I myself am a potter. Uh, oh. And then you your passive perception is 13, right? Yeah. Yeah. Behind her you catch Rosie sort of peek out from behind her and like give a big frown on her face and just shake her head vigorously when she says potter. Uh, and then just pop back behind her and disappear. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, I would... Uh, I love to make mugs. Know. They're my favorite. That's that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have no, a wide I assortment use... of mugs. I, I dabble, uh, not with pottery, but uh, yeah, no, let me, again, let me know the next time you're meeting. And uh, if I can make it, if I can squeeze it into my schedule, I'm, I'd, I'd love to join. And as Tez turns to find his friends he hears a roar from the back of the tavern and a loud booming voice says how dare you elf well at least they see him as an elf and Tez slips off into the crowd to try and figure out how to how to get Skelebro out of this problem And we'll find out what happens next, next time. But before that, let's talk about how our listeners can get in contact with us. 
We do love hearing from you. You can tweet at Shane at Mundangerous. That's M-U-N Dangerous. And you can tweet at Ishan at Evil Sans Carne. That's Malice minus Meat. And you can tweet at the show at TPT Cast. You can also email us at TotalPartyThrill at gmail.com. And you can find us on the web at www.TotalPartyThrill.com. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at TotalPartyThrill. And join the conversation on Discord. There's a link in the show notes. And before we wrap up, we'll take a moment and thank our Patreon supporters. Your support is what makes it possible for us to keep doing this show. So if you'd like to learn more, you can check out all of our rewards at patreon.com slash totalpartythrill. And what do we have planned for next week's episode? We're continuing our playthrough of the Magister's Masquerade. Then that's it for episode 320 of Total Party Thrill. I hope we lived up to our name. But either way, I'm Shane. And I'm Ishan. Thanks for listening. <laughs>